You know, okay. Um, I wish... Well, no. I, I don't know how to start this. I don't know how to say this, but... Look, on this show, I'm not always going to be, uh, like, super, uh, super, uh, optimistic and positive and stuff all the time. Uh, well, here, I'll, I'll try to be, but, so, it, it, like, if I have shit going on, I'll, I'll, I will be, but after it's passed, I'll be honest and, uh, about how I felt during the time. And without these past few weeks, I've been very angry and really unhappy. Uh, you yeah, know, you you haven't seen any episodes. Yeah, uh, I've been busy. Well, the reason I I've just been I just haven't had any motivation really to make an episode because uh, I've been so demoralized and disillusioned with other people. Because, sorry, this is hard. I'm going to be honest, guys. This this isn't easy to talk about. I might cut this out. Uh, Lately, I've been doubting other people. Well, at least during the... I'm not really doing that. I don't really have this problem anymore. But late in the school year and early in very early in the the summer, I was. Um, I've been doubting other people's ability to be good people, really. I've been doubting their moral compass and their self-awareness. Their ability to change. But I'm going to segue this into my two shout-outs because these two exceptional people have shown me that I'm that I was wrong. That people can both be good people, be caring people, and you know, and, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm tired, man. I, I know, I said I'd record an episode, but I forgot, so it's really late. Because uh, th- these two exceptional people have shown me that people can both be good people and uh, change, and change for the better. Be aware of their faults. And that makes me uh, very happy that because it was a, it wasn't fun to be thinking like that. So, my first shout out is gonna go to Tessa Drewhan. Yeah, I know. You know, uh you you guys kept getting mad at me for always. Uh, well, <laughs> you really shouldn't get mad at me, but some people were getting mad at me for like only shouting out women. But listen, my next one, my next shout out, it is a guy. Okay, it is a man. But here's why I'm shouting out Tessa. I was going to grad parties early in the summer. And, you know, they were super fun. But then I went to this one grad party that was kind of, well, that was, I was a little worried, okay? Because this was no standard grad party, ladies and gentlemen. This is what they call, uh, well, what all the kids call a function, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, a function of rap. Yeah. Yeah, this show just got like 20% worse from me saying that. But yeah, so this was a this was a little more of a party than a you know grad party, you know. So I was I I, I didn't know how I'd do there. Uh, just because I don't really I'm not really a party guy. Uh, my friends don't go to parties, so therefore I don't. It's it's, it's pretty easy. It's, it's that simple. 
so this I was kind of worried, you know. I would, I, I didn't know who was going to be there. Um, I listen. I don't drink. I don't vape. I don't smoke. So I didn't know how comfortable I'd be. Uh, it, there, there really wasn't any vaping or smoking or anything. Uh, There's definitely drinking. But shout out to Tessa Drewhan because while I was there worrying about this stuff, she saw me and she was extremely kind, and she uh, uh, just helped me, just welcomed me to the to what was going on. You know, just just made me feel a lot more welcome at where I was and a lot more comfortable, and I really appreciate that. Uh, wish more people would go out of the way to do it to other people. Not just me. I feel like I'm, I'm not just doing that. I'm not just like, oh, I hate people because they're mean to me. No. But, uh, well, eh, no. Yeah. Maybe. But I thought that was very nice of her. And my next shout-out. See, now, this is, this one will uh, blow you guys away. Uh, now, this, what I'm about to say may make the podcast, uh, like, another 20-25% worse. But, you know, hatchets can kill people and hurt people. They can, hatchets can hurt people, you know? And hatchets are best buried. Yep. That makes no sense. But, uh, you, you, you'll know why I said that after I give this next shout out. Because me and this guy, um, are, to a lot of people, our, uh, feelings about one another to be completely honest, haven't exactly been private. But shout out to Gabe Hamilton. Because he has just been great. I've been seeing him at all these grad parties, and he's been extremely kind. And, uh, like Tessa, extremely welcoming. And, uh, it's very, very, very nice of him. Hey, uh... This is gonna be sound weird, but I just I just cut a bunch of stuff out because I feel that I got uh, I feel that I got a little too personal, uh, which I'm sorry if this has already been a very uncomfortable and unbearable opening. But yeah, shout out to Gabe Hamilton and shout out to Drewham. Uh, they've both been a very great presence at these grad parties, and I honestly hope to see them more with how kind they've been. Now, what have I been up to? Well. I'll tell you, I've been studying for exams, for an AP test, nothing fun, but after summer started, I mean, because again, this was all so long ago, summer, wow, what a time, uh, however, I'm in a bit of a rut, uh, I can't get a damn job, I can't get a job for the life of me, uh, it's not that I'm failing interviews or anything, no, it's that I just am getting extremely unlucky. So I don't know what to I don't know what to do, ma'am. I was gonna work at this one place and they said that uh, uh they have all their positions filled. I was gonna work at this so I I don't I don't know how that works. I don't know why they were hiring if they have all their positions filled. I don't know how that uh I don't know how how that mistake can be made. I don't know anything about that process but then also uh, I, I just applied to this other place I haven't heard anything back yet and I'm getting really just uh, it's very it's taking a toll 
okay? Because I was looking forward to working a job this summer, and it's not happening as of now. Also, I would like to get... I haven't done boxing in a while. Shit, did I? I haven't... I've never mentioned... God, it's been so long, hasn't it? It really has been that long? Yeah, I started doing boxing with uh, Buster Douglas. Yeah, he beat Mike Tyson, in case you don't know. He's like an actual, like, a famous boxer. He's really cool. He's my trainer, and uh, I haven't done it in a very long time. I would like to get back into it, but it's every, every, nothing's very easy right now. Uh, it's, really, it's, not a, it's not a happy time. But I believe that things will get better. Uh, for I, I've been I've been fishing, I've been going fishing with uh yeah shout out to Joey Shepard for going fishing with me. And I'm also I'm trying to see I I'm trying to go fishing with some other people too. I'd like to uh, ask around see if I almost go fishing. However, I went fishing today and it was uh, rough. Um, I injured my hand, very uh, and it really hurts. It's probably going to be a lot of bad bruising. I currently have a uh, bandage wrapped around my lower set of knuckles and a band-aid around the upper knuckle of my, uh, not the highest one, the middle knuckle of my index finger, middle finger, and ring finger. So that's kind of unfortunate. And then there's this very disturbing thing I that had I had happened to me where I had to get this hook out of a fish but he kind of swallowed the hook and I don't even like thinking about that you know I he's in so much pain that's an animal I and I just had to oh god I feel like a you know, when like an Afghan, when a vet from the, uh, this is, by the way, this is nothing. What they go through is, is cali- calibers upon calibers above what I'm about to talk about. But when they're like, think about like, what have I done? When they get like PTSD from what they had to do. And like the same thing with like Vietnam vets. I'm talking about vets from like the war in Afghanistan. Uh, you know, that's how I've been feeling today. Because uh, I've been th- thinking about what I had to do with that fish. Uh, you know, he sur- the fish survived, but Ugh, I don't know how long he'll be around for. Again, taking that hook out it was so far in. Oh man, I don't. I, I'm not gonna keep talking about it. It was terrible. Okay, it was terrible. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed fishing yesterday. Technically two days ago because it's past midnight. Since again, I forgot to record when I said I was going to. Uh, well, I, I'm never. I never record when I say I'm going to. I record like a, a little bit after, but I just forgot to record at a good time. Uh, but yeah, I did enjoy fishing on the sea on June sixteenth. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what's uh, going on, man. Basically, this is a really hard episode to make because see what the hell is happening. I'm like pausing. I'm freaking. I'm all off my game. I guess I'm rusty or something, man. But this isn't a hard episode to make because 
I don't really have anything good written. Since everything I did write was stuff that I was interested in two months ago. The last time I edited my Apple Note of the topics for this episode was indeed two months ago. On uh, like April 20th, I believe. Let me check. It was on April 23rd. Yeah. April 23rd. So a lot of this stuff I'm not really interested in anymore. Uh, but I'll still talk about because some of it is totally worth talking about. Like boxing, again. Uh, my first practice was... Oh, my first practice was so long. See what I mean? This is the problem. My first practice feels like it was decades ago. But uh, it was good. I th- I think. Like it was so fucking long ago. I, I think it was good at the time. Uh, meeting Buster, I didn't actually... So this is what happened when I met Buster Douglas. Uh, I didn't know it was him. Because I wasn't expecting Buster Douglas to be wearing a t-shirt. This is the word staff on the back of it. But then I get on the treadmill. And he's showing me how to use this treadmill. And I look to my left. And there's this poster with his face on it. And I'm like, holy shit. This, this guy, this is Buster Douglas helping me. I didn't even notice. Uh, my dad was excited to meet Buster. Because, you know, my dad... My dad watched Buster beat uh, beat Mike Tyson live uh, with, with his own dad and his friend, uh, probably and, and some friends, probably his friend Craig, who I call Uncle Craig, is like best friends. And uh, he was like, you know, I probably, I bet you probably hear this a thousand times because yeah, I bet Buster does. I bet a thousand times people tell him like, I saw it, I saw it, like, I, like I remember where I was when you. You beat Mike Tyson, or like I, I was, uh, I saw live, or, or even like I was there when you beat Mike. Uh, practice there. I'm supposed to talk. I wrote down that I'm supposed to talk about practice. What, what the hell just happened? What? I, I kind of like dropped my hand onto the desk. I don't know if that did anything bad to the audio. I don't really want to edit this because. Uh, I just want to get something out there. I I feel so shitty for getting nothing out there. And I feel sh- shitty for not doing this. Because I enjoy doing this. But as you know, as I said, it's just been hard. Uh, but practice there. It was good. Okay. It felt good to be doing something. Just getting some exercise. That's something that I don't do very often, you know. Despite what amazing shape you see me in all the time. Uh, I don't get much exercise. And I love... The people there have been just great. I love those guys. Uh, what's something else I should talk about? Oh, yeah. This episode is not going to have a degenerate review. The reason it was going to have a degenerate review is because that takes so long to make. Yeah, I know. I've had a lot of time. Okay, I don't want to hear it. But that takes so long to do, and I just want to get something out there. Again, that's not really a good excuse at all. Basically, I don't want to do it, okay? I'm not in the mood. I'm I'm sorry. Fuck! This is so negative. Here, listen, I really like you. I really appreciate you guys for, like, listening and stuff. But I had another idea instead of the general review. I was going to review... I don't know why I didn't open with this instead of all that negativity. Um, I was going to open... No, I was going to review 
the Easter Bunny. Yeah, I was gonna re- I was gonna do a seasonal event where I review a like a very rare event. There's not many holidays where I review a holiday uh, mascot. Since when I was originally gonna record this was around Easter. That's when I made the last episode. It was pretty close to Easter, I think. Uh, was it close to Easter? I don't know. But when it, when I planned on making this one, at least it was close to Easter. But uh, here's the thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Easter happened a little while ago now. Uh, so that's not gonna. Uh, but I'll still do it. So the Easter Bunny. Let's look at the origins of Easter. Easter is the day that uh, Jesus rose from his. Uh, like he ro- he rose from that cave. Uh, three days after his alleged death by uh, crucifixion. So, to celebrate it, they created a fat ass bunny who gives kids chocolate. I don't really get it. I don't. I don't see the correlation. But I do like the Easter Bunny. I always have loved the Easter Bunny, and I love. When I was little, I loved the egg hunts. So you know what, Easter Bunny. He's gonna get a nine point four out of ten. Yeah, nine point four because he's great. The whole, it's he's great. He puts eggs around. Uh, it, it reminds me of Angry Birds because uh, I know there's an Easter event in Angry Birds, like uh, all the way, like way back when, man, like ten years ago, maybe, maybe probably more than that, honestly. And it was awesome. So, in the Easter Bunny, you know, he looks funny. You know, he's a funny-looking guy. You know, he's a funny bunny, you know? This podcast just keeps getting worse. But yeah, he's a funny bunny. And uh, I love Easter. Even though I'm, uh, it makes me eat like shit, which I don't really appreciate. Uh, that That's more a particular disdain I hold for Halloween. But yeah, uh, I still I still like Halloween, though. Yeah, Easter's great. I love Easter. I used to actually say that Easter... Well, I love I the Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny, 9.4 out of 10. The reason he's losing 0.6 is because of his, uh, you know, uh, lack of connection to the events that uh, created Easter. But I used to actually say that Easter is my favorite holiday. However, as anyone listening would know, uh, that's complete bullshit. You don't actually have to know me to know what my favorite holiday is. In fact... You don't have to uh, know most people to know what their favorite holiday is. uh, Unless they're like Jewish or uh, Islamic. Because everyone, of course, favors Christmas by default. Because, you know, why wouldn't you? (laughs) Like, why? Come on. Come on. I don't know. Do Jewish people celebrate Christmas? Uh, I know this is... I'm just... I'm looking this up real quick. Um, neither Jewish nor Chinese people are intended to celebrate Christmas. Okay. Um, I don't know what Chinese people... I don't know why that gave me the answer. I don't know what... No, I don't know why they were included there. But okay, uh, no, I guess they don't. Hmm. Dang. Uh, here I, I but I can't just say Christians because atheists celebrate uh, Christmas. Which here I've thought about this. This may be offensive. I'm sorry. You know, this is weird. Uh, atheists just celebrate Christmas. Uh, but there's a, a bunch of other holidays 
that they don't celebrate that they uh, don't a bunch of other like religious holidays that they don't celebrate. Why why Christmas? Well, I'll tell you because of the gifts. See, it's very it doesn't really take a genius. I didn't really really have to ask that question, but I don't know. I've always felt that's kind of lame. That's kind of really lame, especially uh, particularly with atheists who like shit on Christianity. Because you can't be shitting on Christianity or or especially Catholicism for its like oppression, um, and then celebrate Christmas. Come on, man! For God's sake, it's got the it's got the phrase Christ in the name. Uh, Jesus, man. You can't be doing that. Like, you're, like, you're not... A, like, like, you don't... Uh, like, for those atheists who, like, hate Catholicism and stuff. Like, you know, you you don't hate... Uh, you don't hate Jewish people, but you're not here celebrating... You're not out here fucking celebrating Hanukkah, you know? But here, maybe I'm misunderstanding the uh, meaning of Christmas. Which, if it uh, if it's about, like, together... I'm pretty sure it is about, like, uniting or something... If, <laughs> I don't really know the origins of these holidays very well. If it is about something like the like anyone can celebrate it because of how we want everyone to like come together or something, then that's great. But I don't know, man. I just don't know, you know. And another thing I've been doing. Damn, that was a pretty shitty transition. I'm just not talking about what I've been doing. I'm talking about Christmas and Easter, man. But I've been playing. Red Dead Redemption 2, and I've been having such a good time. Oh, wow, what a game. What a great game. Uh, I'm trying to 100% the game for those non-gamers out there. That term means uh, complete, like, do everything you can. Like, story quests, side quests, collectibles, do everything. Because I love the game so much. Now, I'm also trying to get money for the ultimate edition of the game, which comes with a... Bonus outfit, a bonus mission that's a bank robbery, uh, a horse. Uh, what else does it come with? I'm, I'm forgetting something. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, what am I forgetting? Uh, fuck. Uh, oh, there's a treasure map. It's like, uh, you see, when you install the DLC, it unlocks the uh, treasure's location in-game, but the map is actually a real-life item, which comes with the, the game. Uh, inside the case, which I think is really cool. And the case, oh, the case. Oh, the case. The steel book. Oh, the steel book. I want it. That's, oh, that's the main, that's the main attraction for me. I want that steel book. I love that, man. Uh, I've only, me, I've only gotten one steel book game in my entire life. And it wasn't even really mine. It was my brother's. Well, it was kind of both of ours at the time. Actually, no, I think it was a gift to my brother, so not really. But it was Madden 16, and it had uh, Odell Beckham Jr. on the cover of it. And he was doing the classic Odell catch on the cover of it. And it's a steel case with, like, no words on it or anything. It's just a picture. It looks amazing. Uh, and that's the only steel case I've ever, that's ever been in my house for a, that my brother or I have ever owned. But they, I, I'm gonna try, I plan on changing that by buying Red Dead's Ultimate Edition on uh, eBay. There's some I, I'm seeing some uh, some sealed some factory sealed brand new uh, deals. Well, like I mean deals for factory sealed brand new uh, Ultimate Edition copies. 
And I really want to get my hands on one, man. Also, speaking of like uh, Ultimate Edition, like uh, like like just like exclusive things, box sets. I collect those. I mentioned that before. Um, I've I was thinking about buying just like vinyl, vinyl box sets, but no, I've come to appreciate uh, CDs a lot more because I've realized that the music is higher quality on CDs. I always thought that I got CD quality with AirPods. However, no. On Apple Music, to use their lossless audio quality codec, I'm sorry if none of you know, know what that means, basically to get uh, CD quality, you have to use wired headphones, which I don't use because I love spatial audio, which I'll talk about in a little bit. So... Uh, I've really come to appreciate CDs. I think I'm gonna start taking CDs with me when I uh, when I drive. You know, when I practice driving, because I actually have completed driver's ed in the time I've been away. In the time I've been away, I both started driver's ed and completed driver's ed. Yeah, I'm I'm behind. You know, I regret that a lot. I gotta learn to leave things in the past because that was a long time ago. But I plan on getting my license very soon. I'm looking forward to that. And, um, hmm, what else, man? There was this movie, there was this movie I watched in language arts called Twelve Angry Men. The story goes that a, 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 dude, I'm so sorry, guys. This is, you know what, okay. I'm going to try to record something, something else as soon as I can. Yeah, I'm still going to release this, yeah. But this is just so disjointed because I'm tired. The stuff I've written is from months ago. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I feel bad because you guys deserve better, really, especially if you really are still here. And I don't know why I don't do this. Again, I do know why. I don't know why I keep saying that. But, listen, I'm going to get... Tomorrow, I'll try my best to release something actually good. Okay, because this is... This is... I guess this is more of a little... This is more of an update. I mean, it's still in the episode format, but a lot of it's just where, about where I've been. But, uh... I watched... Again, as I was saying, I watched this movie in language arts called 12 Angry Men about a kid, 15, 16, from the slums... Now, this kid from the slums, he's accused of murdering his father. And his sentence, or no, his verdict, not his sentence. These, the jury doesn't do that. His uh, verdict will be decided by a jury. And the entire movie takes place in the jurors, uh, in, in like the jury like chamber. And, oh my god, that movie's amazing. Wow. Oh, it's so good. We also, like, but before we watched the movie, we did, like, a play reading, you know? Uh, I played Juror 7. And, let me see what I... Sorry, let me check my script. Um, Yeah, it's, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. And I couldn't, at the time, I couldn't stop thinking about the end 
okay, at the end of the movie that we didn't get to watch because we, like, stopped uh, since the bell rang and we weren't going to... Our teacher just decided not to play the last, like, five minutes, uh, which I thought was very disappointing because I loved it. I loved that movie. At the time, I was also collecting... I was playing a lot of Bluck It and collecting those books. Oh, I can't... I couldn't get enough of them. Couldn't get enough of those books. And hold on. Maybe this will energize me a little bit. I don't know if I want to be energized. It's 2.35 in the morning. I want to go to sleep. I want to go to sleep and release something good at some point. But my brother... Um, his big fat ass keeps this industrial bag of uh, trolley sour worms on his desk. I'm going to have some of those. Mm. These are extremely good. Mm. Yeah, I know some of you really hate the, the chewing the chewing podcast that was the one to do with Wyatt. Which is why, by the way, before I started this, I had an Atkins shake. Uh, yeah, I had an Atkins protein shake because... I knew you wouldn't want to hear me eating while recording. Sorry I'm doing that now with these worms. Mm. Wow. Those are just so good. I don't know why he has this big factory bag of them. I mean, it's all white. It just has the logo on it with the big nutrition facts. I think it's because... He might have gotten it from Graders, because my brother Drew, great guy, you'd love him, uh, works at Graders, and that's it. I don't know why I said it with that tone as if I was going to continue, because that's all I have to say. He just, God, you know, God bless him. He just got his first paycheck in the mail today. Again, technically yesterday, since it's past 12. Well, he just got his first paycheck, and you know, good for him, you know, he can get a goddamn job. I couldn't work at Graders because my mom wanted me to work at a place that I was in that was within biking distance. Since Drew has his license and I do not. Uh, but hey, look how that's you know look how that fucking turned out. You know, I still don't have a goddamn job. Uh, and it's oh my god, it's June. It's in the morning at least. Technically, it is June 18th right now, but in the morning, it will still be June 18th, man. Christ, June, it's June 18th, and I don't have a job. And I want money not only for the uh, Red Dead Ultimate Edition, but I want the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Box. Yeah, I said it. Why do I want the Hogwarts Legacy Collector's Box? I want it because the Red Dead Collector's Box is too expensive, and the Hogwarts collector's box comes with this awesome super cool book that has a floating wand that sounded so dumb i mean like it looks super cool it's just decorated it's like an open book and it has this like floating wand above it and it also has the steel oh, it has a steel case oh it has a steel case so oh, and i love hogwarts legacy well love duh i don't really play it anymore because I completed the main story. Not gonna lie, the side quests in Hogwarts Legacy are a little lackluster, to be completely honest with you. 
Now let me think of what else I've actually been up to. Oh, here's something that I can uh, talk about. New songs. Songs of the week. Remember that uh, trend? That trend? What the hell? No, that uh, thing I do every episode? Yeah, songs of the week. We got new songs, ladies and gentlemen. We got... uh, Let me find my... I added them to the Shed playlist. Yeah, Songs of the Shed. Yeah, I'll leave a link. Uh, no, I won't. I'm, too, I'm gonna go to bed. I'll leave, I'll leave a link. Uh, I'll put a link in the, at some point in the description of the podcast. But I got new songs to mention, you know? Uh, being two Radiohead songs. Okay. None other than... Karma Police. Oh, and if I didn't mention it last episode, oh, that was so lame. The way I just interrupted myself. Uh, I think last episode I I mentioned Powderfinger Live from the Weld from Neil Young's Weld live album, and Winter Long Live from Neil Young and Crazy Horses live at the Fillmore album. I I, I tried to not. I'm gonna try not to include a lot of Neil Young, which sucks because I'm a huge Neil Young fan. Uh, but. Him not being on Spotify will make this very inconvenient. As, as you know, as I've mentioned before, you removed all the stuff from Spotify in protest of Spotify giving Joe Rogan a platform since Joe Rogan's uh, been accused of spreading misinformation on uh, relating to COVID. But this is what I got, okay? First off, I listened to an album called OK Computer by Radiohead, and it was amazing. It was an amazing album. Very, It was very somber, I will say. And it, it was hard listening to it around some of the people I was around at the time. Uh, but I thought it was amazing. And the two songs, especially, are Karma Police, which I actually listened to Karma Police uh, a lot before I listened to the album, because I'm such a big fan of the song. And No Surprises. Wow, no surprises, great. Next up, Michael Jackson. Mr. Michael Jackson. I would wanted to check out the music he was making during his uh, accusations. As you know, he was accused of sexual, uh, sexually assaulting. Uh, is it assaulting? I don't know. I don't know what he was accused of. Uh, he was accused of being a of uh, being a pedophile. Uh, with uh, I want to say assaulting. Yeah, forget I said that because again I don't know what he what, what he was accused of. Uh, he was accused of being weird around little boys that came to Neverland Ranch and had sleepovers with him. Uh, I think you can accuse him of being a weirdo, uh, not a pedophile, just a weirdo, based off the fact they had sleepovers with little boys at the age of. Uh, well, this is the 90s, uh, so he's like 30-something. Uh, so that's uh, pretty strange. But you know him. Michael Jackson, you know him. They say he didn't have a childhood, so... That doesn't give a... Uh, I don't know if that just... That doesn't justify being a pedophile, as some people uh, seem to think it does. But I want to check out that music with being like, Pressure, you know. Pre- pressure was the uh, uh, duet he did with Janet. That was like, just got pressure on me. It's not called pressure. It's called scream. You know, scream is like, just got pressure on Make me want to scream. And uh, Stranger in Moscow. 
you are not alone. Uh, and this new song of the week, ladies and gentlemen, song of the week goes to this next song of the week. Okay, the, again, let me make, make it clear. The last ones were Karma Police and No Surprises. Uh, this next song of the week goes to They Don't Care About Us by Michael Jackson. Uh, so I listened to this while I was checking out that music. This angst, this different angsty, because he changes musical direction, it seemed, during this time. With all these accusations being flown at him, uh, not really all of them. I don't think there were a lot at the time. Uh, clearly he wasn't happy. And this music reflects that. This is there's some there's some angst and some uh, there's well there's like sadness you are not alone. There's some angst and they don't care about us. And I love it. That song's epic, man. So, yeah, next song, yeah, another song of the week award goes to they don't care about us by Michael Jackson. Now, for these next few songs of the week, I'm gonna give some context as to why I chose them. Well. I've been diving into Dolby Atmos lately. Dolby Atmos is a mode of surround sound that's uh, exclusive. Not, I wouldn't say exclusive, but it's on Apple Music. I know it's not on Spotify, I don't, uh, but it's on Apple Music. And the reason I've been using it so much is because Dolby Atmos combined with spatial audio on uh, Apple's many AirPod products or uh, Beats products, Sounds absolutely amazing. My God, it sounds incredible. So I made a Dolby Atmos playlist, and I discovered this while I was writing a nine-page paper, a nine-page essay about spatial audio for language arts. So I and I chose some of these songs that went on the uh, that I was especially jamming to, listening to this playlist. So first song of the week award, well, I mean fourth, fourth song of the week award. Goes to Melissa by the Allman Brothers. You know, I mean, they they were Southern rock pioneers. And Melissa, oh, it's beautiful, man. I I love Melissa. I've been listening. I've listened to this song for a while. Not really a while. Not even really a the amount of not even really years, but uh, a while in my high school career, I guess. That's not really true either. But I've been listening to it uh, for a while now, because uh, that makes it sound like a shorter amount of time. And it's great. And when I realized that Dolby Atmos, I was like, by golly, uh, what a song. The fifth song of the week award goes to I Go to Extremes Live at Yankee Stadium by Billy Joel. Mr. Billy Joel, who I used to be a really big fan of. Uh, and I and it's fun revisiting his music, actually. Uh, he released a new live album in 2022 that was his renowned live at Yankee Stadium concert which I know there's a film of um, so this it only made sense to release a live album I guess with such with the amazing sound it does I mean for God's sake as high res lossless high res lossless on Apple music is actually uh, better than CD quality I'm not sure that's possible but I think it is and Dolby Atmos now, by golly, you know, by golly. I don't know why. I keep saying by golly because I heard Norm McDonald say it, I guess. Uh, I love Norm McDonald. He's like my favorite celebrity. I was so sad when he passed. But yeah, that was, as I was saying, uh, I go to extremes live at Yankee Stadium. I was just 
playing this on loop, man, while I was doing that uh, big essay. God, it was so good. It still is so good. <laughs> it's not like this song's gotten worse. Such a great song. Next up, the, uh, what is this now? God, this is the sixth, yeah, the sixth song of the week award. Goes to Trying to Get to Heaven, 2022 remix by Bob Dylan. You get who would have thought? <laughs> no, that now that was smooth. No, that was smooth. Who would have thought Bob Dylan appearing on the Songs of the Shed playlist again? Yeah, I know you guys are, could be sick of him. I wouldn't blame you. You know, I'm just such a big fan. No, I was I've been listening to a lot of Neil Young, but you know, Bob Dylan on that box set, that huge box set that I bought, that I mentioned all the way back in December, uh, where he remixed. His famous comeback album, Time Out of Mind. The remix of Time Out of Mind actually has Dolby Atmos on Apple Music. And Trying to Get to Heaven is heat. So, Trying to Get to Heaven, parentheses, 2022 remix, you, you gotta listen to it. I've loved, trying, I've loved Trying to Get to Heaven for a long time now. Uh, this, this song, is this, this is a song I've actually have listened to for a while, like over a year. Um... And I guess listening to a, a specific song for that for like a specific song there, uh, staying in your favor for for that amount of time uh, is a testament to how good it is for you. A testament to how much you like it. So trying to get to heaven is absolutely amazing. The seventh songs of the week, the seventh song of the week award goes to. On the Beach Live by Neil Young and Promise of the Real from his Noise and Flowers live album. Holy shit, what a good performance. I didn't expect this from Neil Young being uh, as old as he is when this was recorded. I mean, this was recorded in 2019. Neil Young's in his 70s, in his 70s on this uh, in this performance. And it, oh my God, it's so good. It takes uh, Apple Music puts it best when they when they said that hey the the original recording of On the Beach uh, is like sounds like stoned and hopeless, but this sounds downright sinister, man. It sounds evil, and my God, it's so good, it's so good. So I highly recommend On the Beach live from the Noise and Flowers live album by Neil Young. And his 2019 touring backing band, Promise of the Real. Uh, fun fact, the leader of Promise of the Real is named Lucas Nelson. So shout out to Luke Nelson, everyone. Now, eighth song... I actually, back in way... But this is completely unrelated, but I'm just going to tell this story. Uh, I remember uh, back in biology, honors biology in my freshman year... Luke would, uh, like, we, like, searched up his name. Me and Luke, like, searched up his name. Uh, we searched up Luke Nelson on Apple Music. Back when I could use the app on my iPad before the school, uh, targeted me and bullied me and <laughs> annoyed me and made it so I can't use the app anymore because I have to sign in. I'm not allowed to sign in with my, uh, uh, personal Apple ID. Uh, we searched up Luke Nelson, and we saw Lucas Nelson. That's Luke. That's Lucas with a K Nelson. And I had no idea that over a year later, I would be here. Uh, I'd be listening to him backing Neil Young on one of my favorite live recordings. 
I mean, and it's so amazing. So shout out to Lucas. So shout out to Promise of the Real Band Leader, Lucas Nelson. If you're listening to this, Lucas Nelson, you're a great band leader. You're a great player. Now, that was the eighth, right? One, two, three, four. Uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five. That was the seventh. Eighth Song of the Week award goes to A Day in the Life remix by the Beatles. Uh, basically, for the past few years now, the Beatles, their classic albums made post-Rubber Soul. Um, even though Rubber Soul was a turning point for them in uh, terms of leaving behind their commercial nature and moving more towards an artistic direction. These albums, such as Let It Be, Abbey Road, Sgt. Pepper, uh, Revolver, The White Album. I think I just named all of them. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They've been remixed. They've been getting remixed by Giles Martin. Who is uh, I think I'm saying I'm I, I think I'm saying that right. If I'm not saying that right, that'd be so sad. Especially especially if it's like a really obvious name that I'm just being like an idiot with. But uh, they've been being remixed by Giles Martin. And uh, well, it's, I don't think, as far as I see, Magical Mystery Tour was not remixed. But Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band was, and it was also given Dolby Atmos, and. Of course, the song from Sgt. Pepper, and in my opinion, the second greatest song of all time, well, it is the second most critically acclaimed song of all time, and that matters a lot to me. So one of the greatest songs ever, and maybe the premier Beatles song, probably not, that's probably here, like Here Comes the Sun, um, or Yesterday, uh, A Day in the Life. And wow, a day in the life of Dolby Atmos sounds beautiful. Really, I so that's it. Yeah, eighth, eighth song of the week award goes to a day in the life. You may be wondering why I'm naming so many songs. Well, I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, I've been gone so long. I've got to, I've got to give you guys something, something awesome. And this is what I, I doubt any of you find this awesome. I'm so sorry. Listen, I'll. Do something. I'll do something to make up for this uh, shit show. But I also I just I just added another song to mention because I, I want to get a perfect ten. I don't want nine. Uh, but hey, ninth award, ninth song of the week award goes to "Tears in Heaven" live by Eric Clapton. Uh, basically, they, they in 2021. Eric Clapton just held some live recordings. Not, not they're not, they weren't from an audience or anything. They, they were just recordings about like overdubs, uh, just him and his band playing uh, his classic songs. They were just uh, live sessions. Uh, it's, it, the album's called "The Lady in the Balcony: Colon uh, Lockdown Sessions," and then on Apple Music at least parentheses live. Uh, now this album has Dolby Atmos. And it sounds incredible. Not just Dolby Atmos, but the actual album itself, its production, sounds amazing. And Tears in Heaven is so beautiful. As many of you may know, Eric Clapton's son, who was uh, very young at the time, around six years old. I don't know if he was actually six. I, I, I'm pretty sure he was six years old. He was below ten, and that's very sad. Uh, he fell 
from a window in a uh, like a um, what I'm assuming is a penthouse apartment that was having worked on on it, and he un- he unfortunately passed away, and this song is about his passing, and it's very very beautiful, and this rendition of it is different. And uh, with this recording and production, it sounds amazing. Now, here we go. Final uh, Song of the Week award goes to, you guys are going to be blown away by this, goes to Raiden featuring Crazy Bone by Chameleon Air. What the fuck is what you may be thinking. What the fuck? Davey, I hate saying my own name. Davey, I I thought you were... Uh, Mr. Bob Dylan. I thought you were Mr. Old Music. And, and, go, and out of all the rap songs you could you could have chosen, uh, Raiden, they see me rolling. You, you chose Raiden by Chameleon Air? Well, yeah, I did. You know why? Because it's a guilty pleasure. Okay, I think the song is so good. And also, um, it has Dolby Atmos. At a certain segment in the song on Apple Music, yeah, it does get pretty laggy. Um, but, oh my god, it's nice to find a rap song with Dolby Atmos. I did find another one, I found, uh, some, some Biggie Smalls with Dolby Atmos, you know, Notorious B.I.G. But Raiden, Raiden by Chameleon Air, I've been listening to it so much. And yeah, ten songs a week for you right there, folks. Hope you're happy. You know, hope you, hope you listen to them, hope you like them. Uh, I'll add them to the Spotify playlist soon. They're already on the Apple Music playlist. Uh, you could just go you go to Apple Music and you just search up Songs of the Shed. I'm going to see if that actually works. Songs of the... Uh, does that work? Um, no. Yeah, oh. Well, I'll see how to make that work. Okay, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, I'll figure it out. But I'll I'll add it to the later. I'll add the 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 songs to the uh, Spotify playlist. And uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's those are the songs of the week. Those are the songs of the week, man. Here's another thing I want to mention. Okay, I deleted TikTok. I've probably reinstalled it and uninstalled it a few times since writing that two months ago. But I, but I deleted TikTok because I'm a free thinker. It was inspired on by the Chinese. Uh, that's not really why I deleted it. But I did delete it because, uh, I, yeah, I'm a free thinker. And I, I hate the app. I hate the app. I hate the content. I hate the um, South Park. Plus, I think I think um, a clip of South Park with a mobile game, with mobile game gameplay, uh, playing at the same time on another half of the screen, is probably a leading cause of terminal brain cancer right now. That is the worst shit I've ever seen. I can't believe anyone actually spends their time watching that. They have such low att- such a low attention span as a result of constant TikTok usage. They need they need to watch literally two things at once. That is ridiculous. That is actually ridiculous. And those, oh my god, I just can't believe anyone really, I can't believe, yeah, you know, you guys, I can't believe you like that, that's ridiculous, come on, come on, grow up, I mean, I mean, seriously, grow up, come on, and uh, I also delete it because it takes up uh, too much storage, it takes up almost a full gigabyte for me, it's like 700, it's like 700 megabytes, I'm good, man, I don't need that. 
And uh, I did want to talk about uh, here. We got. Mar- I want to talk about Marvel and DC, okay? Because Marvel, both both of them are just in the shitter right now. I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going for a uh, like a gummy break. Mm. Both of them are just in the shitter right now. I mean, Marvel, they can't fucking get the hint. Christ, their move, their movies and shows have been lackluster. But hey, when I wrote that, when I when I wrote that in my in my uh, overview that I want to mention Marvel, that was before Guardians of the Galaxy three came out. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy three and it was amazing. However, my experience wasn't amazing, as this theater was priding themselves on their Dolby, you know, Dolby Atmos and Dolby sound in general does have some some kinks that need to be worked out. This theater was priding themselves on their uh, Dolby like sound. Uh, I, it, might, it may have been Atmos, I'm not sure. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? The dialogue was completely fucking inaudible. I can't remember a single goddamn line from that movie. Except for one, and that was like the, the one time the MCU's ever... You know what? I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. I can, you know, I consider saying what it is a spoiler. Just go watch the movie and you'll know what I'm talking about. The one time the MCU has ever said... There's a certain thing they say and it's the only time they've ever said it. Uh, first time they ever said it as well, and it's awesome. Uh, super James Gunn, he's the director. It's a very James Gunn thing to do. Uh, but yeah, hey, guess what? I watched that movie with practically no sound, except for the music. The music sounded great with Dolby. Uh, but yeah, with practically no dialogue, and it was better than every <laughs> than anything they've released since Moon Knight. And I haven't even watched Moon Knight, and I can say confidently that based on what I've heard about it, I bet it's better than fucking, what, She-Hulk? Jesus. Oh. She-Hulk She-Hulk is an evil bitch Okay I watched the show And listen She's talking to Bruce Showing the Bruce Banner About how being the Hulk How she's like uh, uh, She can control her emotions Because She controls her emotions every day She's like when I get a when I get catcalled, she's like, you know, I uh, maybe I'm I'm better than you. You yeah, know, she actually she says that she's better than him because I control my emotions every day. Like when I'm catcalled on the street, when I'm doubted in my in my profession for being a woman because she's a lawyer and she's a woman. It's like Bruce Banner tried to kill himself. You bitch! How the how could you say that? That is so inconsiderate. That is disgusting. That is fucking disgusting. He tried to kill himself. He lives every day knowing that there are times that he is just transformed into the Hulk on accident and he's accidentally killed people. He's accidentally decimated towns. And you're here with your one. It's not exactly the same thing that Bruce has to deal with, okay? Because you're still, there's no split, there's no other, there's no second person. It's just you but big and green. With Bruce, before the smart Hulk transformation... And uh, that we see in Endgame, it, there was Bruce Banner, and then there was the Hulk. There's two, there's two different, they're like two different entities, they're their own minds. So first off, you, it's way there's no downside to it. Uh, so shut the fuck up, you bitch. I actually cannot believe you. I can't believe Marvel let that slide. Mm. Sorry, I'm ruining the moat with my trolley gummy worm. Is Bruce Banner, um. As he says in Avengers, uh, 
he quote unquote, I tried to, because I remember this line because of how, well, how good, one, how good of a line it is, and also how meaningful it is to Bruce as a, his character. He said, I tried to put a bullet in my, in my mouth and the other guy spit it out. And by the other guy, you know, he means the Hulk. So Bruce has tried to kill himself and I think he's tried multiple times as well and he can't because the Hulk wasn't letting him. Bruce Banner in that point in Marvel as She-Hulk is fine. Uh, he's he's not suicidal or anything. But wow, Jesus Christ! His own cousin She-Hulk says, "I'm I you know I control my emotions better than you." That's wow. That is terrible. That is so. I I couldn't even finish She-Hulk. I I've like I I I just didn't care enough. And yeah, that's uh. What I gotta say about that? Um, they just can't get the hint that uh, they need to. Okay, they need to relax. Okay, first off, yeah, Marvel needs to relax. They need to stop releasing shit constantly and uh, immediately introducing like villains that are absurdly large threats or in and stuff. And they need to stop rushing CGI artists because Ant Man Quantumania looked disgusting. Uh, they also need to stop with the constant low-effort jokes. I watched Thor Love and Thunder, and wow, it was terrible. The, they just wouldn't stop making jokes, and oh my god. They also could have made, a, they could have made it a lot darker. I mean, for God's sake, they had Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. And cinematography-wise, every time Gore was on screen... Uh, the camera and the whole the whole vibe of what you're looking at just became very dark and it's just very, very dark. I guess I don't well, know. Well, dark that makes it sound like it was just like got darker. It didn't visually just get darker. I mean, the, it felt darker. It felt scarier every time Gore was on screen. Not just because the cinematography change, like in in filter and in uh, color, but. Christian Bale is a phenomenal actor, and he's the only good thing about that piece of shit. That Thor: Love and Thunder, L movie, L movie, and uh, Taika Waititi, who directed it, he's a, he's a bastard who doesn't give a shit. Okay, I I saw this clip of him like reading of the like the criticisms, of the like criticisms of the movie, like very real and serious criticisms, and uh, he's just like laughing them off. Because he doesn't care. He should never direct a Marvel movie again because he doesn't care about the audience. And that speaks vol that that like speaks volumes <laughs> to like uh, that, that that like speaks on uh, that doesn't really the, 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 all that really is, is just a huge red flag that he should not direct any Marvel movies. If you don't care about the audience, why would you give them something? Because it's it's clearly going to be something made with like uh, made with disdain. It's going to be, be something made with angst, and uh, that's what we got. We got something that was made without any care or consideration, and it sucked. And the reason I was thinking about all this is because I was watching... Uh, I was just in my kitchen. I looked to my right into my living room, and Iron Man 2 was playing on the TV. Now, Iron Man 2 isn't even a... like a, Iron Man 2 was never considered one of the best Marvel movies. Like, not even close. But Iron Man 2 is so much better than... She-Hulk, then Thor Love and Thunder, then Ant-Man Quantumania, then Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, 
then even as far back as WandaVision. I mean, dude, Marvel's just fallen off so terribly. And but here, here, then we go to DC. DC didn't fall off. The DCEU, the you know, the DC Extended Universe didn't fall off because they fucking were never up in the first place. I mean, for God's sake, what the fuck is happening? Every movie they put out sucks, okay? Except for Man of Steel. Every movie they put out is so bad. Well, here, no, Man of Steel is like... Man of Steel got... I thought it got like mid-reviews as well, so maybe that wasn't even good. Uh, But Wonder Woman was pretty good. I will say that Wonder Woman was good. Wonder Woman 84 was... uh, Wonder Woman 84 may have been the worst mainstream movie I've ever seen. I'm not even kidding. Wow. That it was terrible. It was so dumb, and it it was so God. The acting wasn't good because Gal Gadot, uh, who plays Wonder Woman, is not a good actress. Uh, I I was a lot of people really didn't like uh, Kristen Wiig or Vig or whatever you say. It. I was fine with her. Uh, the casting Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian and the adult main character in um, The Last of Us. Uh, I forget that character's name. Um, that's not. That's just weird. It's weird seeing him as this, uh, as this like '80s, uh, like uh, classic American businessman who's like, uh, who's like he's uh, charismatic, you know, and he's uh, he's always making ads like life is good, but it could be better. You know what I mean? Like, hi, I'm uh, Fred Ferguson, and this is my yacht. You know, like. Pedro Pascal doing that? I mean, people people know him as the Mandalorian for God's sake. Mandalorian's not exactly, you know, charismatic. You know, he's a he's a pretty direct guy. He doesn't say much either. So that just was well, that was not very good casting at all. And the story itself was also extremely stupid. How uh, Christian Wig wished that she turned into like an. She was like, I want to turn into an, she, her like big wish with this one wishing stone. Well, you say, I say wishing stone, but it was really uh, Pedro Pascal. Because Pedro Pascal's character became the stone. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> epic, you know? <laughs> awesome. But, no, he like said he wished that he had the power of the stone. So now he, can, he grants people their wishes instead of the stone. And she said she wanted the Christian Wick's character said she wanted to be like an a like an apex predator, or whatever the hell that means, which I would assume is a metaphor. Uh, she's like, I want to dominate, I want to be an apex predator, and, but I guess it was taken literally, and she's completely fine with that because she turned to a fucking cheetah, so cheetah a cheetah lady, a classic Wonder Woman villain named Cheetah. And uh, the movie was constantly preaching about how uh, you should be happy with what you have, which was extremely annoying because uh, it wouldn't shut the hell up about it. And also, uh, the way the character Steve from the first movie was brought back was uh, um, disgusting because basically he just inhabited another guy's body the entire movie. And Wonder Woman and Steve also like had sex. So I guess Wonder Woman like raped that guy, just raped that random guy. That's a really that's like you know classic, you know that's classic Wonder Woman. Uh, so I don't know what. Uh, so that movie was actually absolutely terrible. I can't even. That movie was so bad. 
I can't even put it into words. And the reason I keep saying that it was so bad is because I feel like every time I say it, it's an understatement. Because I just can't put it into words how bad it was. And, uh, yeah, yeah, everyone knows Justice League sucked. Uh, Aquaman 2 was pretty... Eh. Aquaman 2 was pretty good. Um, I hear Shazam. I hear the new Shazam movie is uh, just really bad. And I hear the same thing about Black Adam. So... I don't very care for those just because of what I... I just, like, don't care anymore. And, yeah, I hear Zack Snyder's Justice League is good. Uh, here's the thing. I don't care because uh, it's four hours... And I, I don't care because it's four hours long. And I'm not going to watch that. I might uh, because it would be cool to see a DC... A DC movie that isn't terrible would be a really cool thing, you know? I Like, it'd be nice if we could just go back to uh, 2013... When the, like, even, like, slightly good, the, like, just, like, pretty good movie Dark Knight Rises was released. Or if we go, we could just go all the way back. Or was that 2012? That might have been 2012. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Or if we could go back to 2008 when just the Dark Knight was released. That would be, you know, that would just be great. You know, when, oh, the Dark Knight. What a movie. Uh, The Dark Knight Rises... Yeah, no, it was 2012, okay. Fun fact. Uh, former U.S. President Donald J. Trump actually made, a, made like a, a video of him himself reviewing The Dark Knight Rises. And he also quoted Bane in one of his speeches. I don't know if Bane's... You know, if you're a president, you know, I want to quote a, uh, a respected leader. I don't know if Bane... From the Dark Knight Rises was the right choice. And I especially don't know if... quote He didn't just quote Bane. He quoted a Bane speech. I don't know if that's a good idea either. But hey, I'm, I'm not a political person. This is in no way... I'm not, I, I'm not saying if I... I'm not saying I hate Donald Trump. I'm not saying I support him. I would like to keep that off of the shed. Uh, but I'm just saying... That's, 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 an in, that's an interesting move. Uh, so I guess I can respect him for that. That was bold. You know, quoting a Bane speech. <laughs> that is bold. And the, yeah, that's the, the state of DC. Oh, also, uh, at the end of the Black Adam movie, as many of you know, Superman was in the post credit scene. Uh, that's stupid. Black Adam's enemy was never Superman. It's Shazam. But here's the thing. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who plays Black Adam, is a whiny baby bitch uh, who can't, who doesn't think that Shazam is a good enough caliber of uh, enemy. Because he didn't like the Shazam movie. He thought it was too bright and cheery. So he wants Henry Cavill as the Man of Steel, which, then for some reason, they just listened to him. I don't, like, God, what a, sh what a fucking shit show. He also, uh, like, sabotaged the marketing. He must have. Because I barely saw anything about the second Shazam movie. I pretty much forgot about it by the time it was released. Uh, he he pretty much sabotaged his marketing because he took all the attention away from that and put it all on his awesome Black Adam movie, which was totally not a disaster. Um, so he's I guess he's just tearing apart the DCEU, even though it's already... I guess he's kind of like tearing the uh, pieces because it's not the DCU has already been torn apart. He's just putting them into smaller pieces just for I don't know just for fun, you know. You know, as a great man once said, named Alfred Pennyworth, from an extremely good movie uh, called The Dark Knight, 
Some men just want to watch the world burn. And that is where I'm going to end this episode. Thank you for listening to this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I hope I like it. It picked up speed near the end. I hope you guys like this. Uh, I'm sorry about that somber beginning. No, I got in a bit of a better mood as it went on. But uh, yeah, that's all. Uh, you guys have a good night. I'll see you.